Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to episode eight of Archie Lansing. Mondays are actually my favorite day of the week. It wasn't before, but now I just look forward to a new week. In today's podcast, we present our first international guest. She has been a professional architectural visualization designer and creator for over eight years. She brought her talents to Upwork in 2014, specializing in 3D modeling via SketchUp, 3D Max, and B-Ray. She's now a top-rated freelancer with a 100% job success score. Let's welcome Sadia from Dhaka, Bangladesh. Hi, Sadia, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being part of it. Thank you, you, Lila. Of course. Can you please tell us a little more about yourself and how you came about Upwork? I studied architecture and I have been working on Upwork as a freelancer for five years. Mm-hmm. So I started in 2014. How I started is a bit differently. I, I actually never thought when I was like studying architecture, I had the idea that I will be working in an architectural firm, in a local firm, but I was told about freelancing by my mother. She was the one who actually told me about it. And it was so new to me back then. Mm-hmm. And I started on October 2014. So I actually created an account just like any anyone else does. So and I started applying. I and eventually one of my application was accepted. And that mm-hmm. is how I started. So it actually was a very small project, but mm-hmm. I got a good uh, feedback from my client and mm-hmm. that is how it started like gradually the projects became more and more bigger mm-hmm. and that is how it's been like I back then I never considered I'll be a full-time freelancer uh-huh. but it eventually uh, started taking most of my time and now I am a full-time freelance freelancer yeah, you mentioned your mom uh, kind of said to you about freelancing. Was she doing freelancing on her end? Uh, no, not really. She kind of uh, got to know about freelancing from a newspaper. Mm-hmm. A lot of people started doing freelancing here. So it was like she came to know about this. And she asked me if, I, if what I was studying, if this is something freelancer does, like uh, mm-hmm. do they do architectural designs? She, so she was the one who actually gave me this idea. Mm-hmm. And I started uh, to look for more information. And I, I found Odesk back then it was called Odesk in 2014 Mm -hmm. so I yes that is how I started and I started seeing other freelancers profile and they're actually doing architectural work somewhere Mm -hmm. designing buildings somewhere working in the visualization field so that is how I actually got this idea and they started so so you're doing this full-time then yes I'm I'm a full-time freelancer I guess is freelancing kind of common where you live not yet it's like not traditional job here like people still work nine to five jobs and that Mm -hmm. is what they consider real work so freelancing (laughs) is a a new concept here Mm -hmm. so what i see is more and more people are um, showing interest in this field and a lot of them are like uh, a lot of uh, my friend i know that they're like considering about this seriously like um, Mm -hmm. making it a full-time work Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so when I talk to my friends and relatives, like when they ask me, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So when I tell them that I do freelancing, it, it takes a while for me to explain how it works. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is um, a new concept here. And it's it's the only the students and uh, it's only this generation you will see they're involved in freelancing. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, same here, same here. Like you don't hear often. And when I have to explain it to my family or friends, it just takes a little longer for them to understand or they just don't think I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially when you tell them that uh, you can work from home or exactly. you don't have to go to the office. <laughs> Yeah, so I know I know what you mean. And same here, like it's not common, especially in architecture. It's not common at all. I don't know anyone else from when I went to school that's doing freelancing. Um, but I have met a, now a bunch of freelancers through Upwork. And I just find it amazing that we can share this knowledge that other people out there can do the same. You can work from home or wherever you want to work from. Exactly. And the number is increasing. Like- exactly. Yeah, so uh, you, you um, if you're a client and you like post a job on Upwork, you'll see so many applications and so many of them are qualified. Mm-hmm. They're doing really great. Absolutely. So on Upwork, um, when did you, How or at least how long did it take you to land your first job? Well, I think I had to apply. I sent 20 to 25 applications and my okay. first Yes, all of them were rejected. So you know how it feels. So I, I was kind of like, I never had the idea of giving up. I was like, even if it is the 1000 application that gets accepted, I'll be sending applications. So I, I, I always have this spirit, like I don't give up, but it actually was frustrating when I see so many other freelancers are working, but I don't, I'm sending applications, but I don't get a response from my clients. Mm-hmm. It was a bit uh, frustrating in the beginning, but I actually changed my strategy at one point. I uh, started to uh, focus what I can do. So mm-hmm. how I got my first job was my client. He actually posted a few questions with his job post. Mm-hmm. So when answering them, I was like very careful that um, I wanted my client to understand that I have those skills he was looking for. And it was amazing. I, I changed my strategy. I changed my uh, way of writing application. And I started uh, writing only precise short answers. Yes, this plugin, this is the plugin that you use to mm-hmm. draw those certain shapes. So I mentioned all those uh, information and I was actually my client instantly wrote back to me and he said your response is so nice and it looks like you actually know what to do so he hired me that is how I got my first job wow awesome so you kept it clear precise to the point and talked more about their project and I I think a lot of people don't have this problem I I actually suck at writing cover letters oh me too (laughs) (laughs) I thought it is only me because I I see so many uh, other freelancers like they don't even mention this this is not even a problem for them but it is a very big issue for me writing cover letter so what I do is I always try to keep it short and Mm -hmm. instead I add a lot of work like I will add a lot of sample of renders or 3d models or anything that is similar to what the client is looking for Mm -hmm. so I'll be adding all those images or renders with my job application and it is so true they say that a word is worth a, th- a picture is worth a thousand words mm-hmm. so 
it, if you have um, something uh, that shows your skill, anything, uh, your drawing or your renders, you always upload them with your job application and it works like a charm. Yes, agreed, agreed. And I know I, I relate to you. I am also not the greatest writer. So when I do write proposals, I just keep it very short or I bullet point the main items. And then again, I would add more examples, more renderings, whatever they needed for that project. And that does make it more successful for me. Yes, it always works. Client, <laughs> clients in, in a field where uh, it is actually visual when you are working in the ArcVis uh, field, it, it actually, you need to have a good portfolio and mm -hmm. your portfolio do 90% of the work for you. Right. Also, I guess I'm interested since you're from Bangladesh. On your end, does it show like a base only feed? Because over here we have a US base only feed. Is it the same uh, for you guys? I don't think so. When I am like applying for jobs, I see posts from everywhere, like all the countries. So I have seen a few local clients, mm -hmm. but most of the time it will be USA or other countries so most of my clients if you are talking about clients like most of my clients are from the united states and i am not sure if it, it if it is because of the time zone difference i whenever mm -hmm. i'll be logging in and i'll be seeing the jobs are from the opposite side of the world that is uh -huh. how it is okay okay so do you work more with u.s clients then um yes and i i also have clients from australia and Canada, but US is, I have the most clients from the United States. Wow, so cool. <laughs> and it, it is started, you know, how time zone difference, like mm -hmm. in the beginning, it was the biggest obstacle for me to overcome this. And, but again, it has a benefit, like I get extra 12 hours when working with you as a client. Mm -hmm. So it is like always a, a plus thing for me. Like I get, I always think like that I get extra 12 hours because you're, when it is evening here, it's morning there. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm getting all these extra hours to complete a task. So I, I never had any deadline issue or working with these USA clients. Gotcha. Is it because you get to work at it, you know, for your day and then they receive it the morning after? Yes, but uh, it is like my client will tell me I need it uh, Monday morning. So your uh -huh. Monday morning is my Monday evening. So that is how I always think. But sometimes I, I'll have to pull an all-nighter to finish uh -huh. a job if, if it is an, a rush. Oh. It actually I get what you're saying. Yeah, because you're technically in the future, right? You're 14 or 13 <laughs> hours ahead. <laughs> technically, yes, I'm from the future. <laughs> so since you're, I guess, you're applying for, I guess, everywhere worldwide, is there more competition? Yes, of course. Like um, you see a job posted only five minutes gone and you see 15 to 20 applications. Mm -hmm. So it it is but again if you i i actually don't feel any pressure because there are more applications on that particular job post that i'm applying to mm -hmm. um, because i make sure my client gets the idea that yes i have the skill and i am very picky when it comes to applying to job so it, it it is like you know how upwork works you will have connects and then you get to apply to 30 jobs per month i think because mm -hmm. they give you 60 connects. So I, I will always have at least 50 
take a next left because maybe I'll apply to four to five jobs in a month. Mm-hmm. So I, and uh, most of the time I get a response from my client. And if it goes well, yes, I'll get hired. But if there is if my client think there is someone better or um, if there we don't agree about the deadline or mm-hmm. the budget, then uh, I don't work uh, on those project. But I, I always have an ongoing job on Upwork. It, and most of the time it is from my repeat clients. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I checked my, stat, my stats page a few days ago and I saw that um, Upwork shows you as statistics, like uh, how much you earn and how, what percentage of your client is your repeat client. So mm-hmm. for me, it's almost 50%. So 50%. Wow. Yes, 50% of the job that I get are from my like ongoing clients. Mm-hmm. And it, it is like always keeping me busy. Wow, that is okay. That is awesome because mine, I'm not even going to share mine because now you said 50% and my, <laughs> mine's nowhere near. So I guess tell us what are you doing aside from the beautiful work? Um, I saw a bunch of your portfolio and I really loved it. Um, what Thank else you. do you think you're doing to create these long term relationships? The first thing that I always make sure before I take a job is um, I try to understand the deadline. Like, you know, sometimes clients want a very detailed rendering, a lot of uh, like 3D modeling you'll have to do for that, but they want that job done uh, in a day. Or so I have worked with clients who wanted um, a very high risk render and I was given eight to 10 hours. And Mm -hmm. I took those jobs because the timing was perfect and I was like in a good health and I had no other problem. Like you actually need a lot of things to go right to to take those challenging jobs. So mm-hmm. I actually somehow made it possible. So one of these clients was very impressed because I did a render in eight hours mm-hmm. and the result was good. Like it is what he wanted. So he said that, well, uh, I thought it was impossible, but you made it. So uh, maybe in future I'll have something similar. So will be interested in working with me. So mm-hmm. my response is always positive too, because I, I want to build a long-term relationship with my client. So uh, the next project was easier. So that is how it actually started. Another one of my long-term client, he actually started with a very small job. Like it was, I was asked to do a 3D model of a bridge from a photograph. Mm-hmm. So um, it was like a test job for me if I can do that. So I actually did this and at the same time, the client hired another freelancer both of us were uh, asked to do the same job so um i think the plus thing for me was i completed it completed it faster than the Mm -hmm. other freelancer so eventually they hired me and most up for all of their 3d modeling work they are uh, they always come back and ask me to do those uh, models for them so that this is how it works and most of the time if i feel like if a freelancer meets the deadline and completes the job the mm-hmm. client automatically will think about that freelancer the next time he has a similar task so this mm-hmm. is how it's been working with me got it got it so you're just you're very quick and efficient yes like i take it very seriously i told you this is my this is my career so mm-hmm. Whenever I am given a take a project on Upwork, I take it like very seriously and I'm willing to move heaven and earth, mm-hmm. but I need to meet the deadline. So it is very interesting and my clients are amazing people. You can get sick. There are times when you will not be able to meet a deadline no matter how hard you try. Mm-hmm. So you need clients who understand that. So I am so blessed. 
and to have clients who understands. And I last year I I I was suddenly I got flu and mm -hmm. I was not able to complete a very rush project for my client, but they totally understand it. And it's important you have a good relationship with a client because the review they give you, the feedback they give you shows on your profile so mm -hmm. upwork do all the calculation based on their remarks so i i feel like i'm blessed to have clients like they uh, and i always welcome critiques from them like if i make any mistake you can tell me or free, feel free to give me whatever review you want to you are free to do that because that is what i need to improve myself mm -hmm. and I, I can tell you this uh, very interesting story. My very first job on Upwork, I worked really, really hard. I, I tried really, really hard to complete it perfectly, but my client, he didn't give me a five-star feedback back then, and I was a bit shocked. Mm -hmm. What could I do better to get the five-star feedback? So he actually said that everything you di did was good, and I actually did more work than he asked. Mm -hmm. There were some mistakes in his architectural plan. So I actually mm -hmm. found those mistakes for him. He was a bit surprised, but mm -hmm. my mistake was I couldn't meet the deadline. I think I was one hour late. So he, it actually showed on my uh, rating. It was like 4.85. Mm -hmm. uh, he said that if you only were an hour earlier, I would give you, I'd have given you five star. So I take it very positively. That was my one and only uh, time that I mm -hmm. missed the deadline, and I made sure it never happens again. Yeah, yeah, I I hear you though. But there's also other clients that um just don't give five stars that I have come across. Yes, yes, um, I I have worked a few. I have worked with a few of them also. There are clients I think. They actually don't understand how you are working. So a lot of people think if you're working on a computer, it's just a few click and then your work is done. That is how <laughs> right. a lot of people think. So, so I'm interested in hearing more about the work you do. So you do you mentioned you do a lot of realistic visualization and you yes. do you use 3DX Max and B-Ray and SketchUp. Was all that through your school or did you like self-taught? Um, uh, it is 50-50, like when I was in architecture school, they offered the course in 3ds Max and V-Ray, but it was very basic, mm -hmm. like uh, you know how it works, but you at the same time you don't know how to create something uh, realistic, so um, the realism part is what I taught myself, like I did a lot of study, I took online courses, and mm -hmm. uh, even if you visit 3ds Max or SketchUp's website, they post a lot of tutorials there, so those are the best learning source for anyone who wants to learn how to model and how to create realistic renders and I I for Vire I taught this myself like most of it it is self-taught Vire mm -hmm. uh, um, it was not in my university course mm -hmm. so I taught this myself and uh, yes like it is 50 50 some of this uh, comes from my educational background and some of it is I taught myself mm -hmm. that's cool I've been wanting to learn 3dx max I I use Lumion right now do you know have you heard of Lumion yes yes I have and uh, I have worked on with Lumion for uh -huh. an animation Cool. But which one? It, it, which one do you like better? Oh, um, for animation, Lumion because it's fast. But if you want something realistic, you have mm -hmm. to. Uh, I I'll prefer V-Ray. When it's yeah, like... no, I agree. For hyper realistic, definitely V-Ray or 3D Max are way better than Lumion. 
Yes, Lumion is like it's good thing is like speed and very offers you the realism. Mm -hmm. And it comes with the, the time, like you have to give a lot of time and you also need a good computer because how much time you spend doing a render. It was like that is interesting thing. When I started uh, working on ArcVis, I actually didn't know all about all the technical things. I was totally focusing on the artistic side. So mm -hmm. at one point I actually came to realize it is taking like Vera shows you the time estimation. Uh -huh. So it, it told me I I, uh, it was going to take a year to complete the render. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that is when I thought it's time to upgrade my computer. <laughs> it cannot take a year to complete the render. Are you saying literally a year? <laughs> yes, almost like 295 days. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I, and I was trying to do that on a laptop. So I actually back then with 4 GB RAM and I was like, that is why I always say anyone who asks me, how did you start? Um, why 3D? Why not just architectural plans, elevations? I, uh, I, I love doing 3D modeling and I started with SketchUp, you know, it's mm -hmm. my very first 3D modeling tool. And um, uh, my idea of SketchUp was that it is something, it's easy and you can really uh, create architectural model first with SketchUp. But as time goes by and I started learning more about SketchUp, I saw amazing work done by other people and uh, you literally can model anything with SketchUp. Mm -hmm. But back then SketchUp only used like it was a 32 bit program so you used you can only use four gigabyte of RAM and that is when I saw this 295 days for uh, <laughs> rendering it was uh -huh. because the limitation of RAM and the Vray for SketchUp was it, it was a 32 bit program uh, back in 2014 so but now it is uh, it is a 64 bit program so you can work really fast. Yeah, no, I had to update my computer like, um, let's say, eight months ago to like this super computer now. Um, and I had to buy like a specific graphics card just so that I can run Lumion because for me, rendering beforehand was, say, almost like four hours. And even though that may not sound a lot, but if you're working quick and like you mentioned on a deadline, you don't want to be waiting four hours for a rendering because yes. then you got to Photoshop it and then got to send it through Lightroom and all this other stuff. So now that I upgraded, it was so much worth the money because now a rendering takes less than uh, 30 seconds. So now my work can be completed way faster than what it used to. There is nothing like having a fast computer that gives you like quick result and you can quickly adjust the lighting or the material. So it is very important. It is the number one thing in my list. Like if you want to be a 3D artist, make sure you have a good machine that supports it. So tell us more, how has it been working remotely uh, with clients? It has been amazing and I am an introvert, so uh, working remotely is what I prefer. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it comes with some like, everything has some good side and some not so good side. So I'll, I, what I find most amazing is the freedom you get on working remotely. Like you are doing your time management. Nobody is here to tell you what the, how you spend your time mm -hmm. and clients like in in the beginning i was a bit skeptical 
practical about how actually freelancing works like i am at the opposite side of the world and i get all how actually you make it possible taking all these jobs and then completing it but it actually if you're willing to do this it it is it is not that difficult. So like I said, if you meet the deadline and uh, you send the work to client and they ask you to make this change or adjustment, you do this and then your work is done. That is how it actually works. It has been amazing. And I, I actually will not, I never think about taking a nine to five job. Uh, my, I, my life is shaped by freelancing and I totally love the freedom I get because mm-hmm. you get to choose who you work with. Right, you you are uh, you actually get to see uh, your uh, client's profile, and then you make the decision if you're going to work with them or not. So this freedom you don't get in a nine-to-five job. I don't right. think they get this. So it is amazing. I think if anyone who is working a nine-to-five job, and if you give them the option of working remotely and like. Uh, being um oh they would definitely take it they would definitely definitely take it it and they'll never go back to their nine to five like it 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 is going to change i think in 10 to 15 years you'll see more and more people working from their home or yes uh, they have taken a vacation they're in an island and they're working from there it actually the concept of office i hope it like goes away <laughs> and i uh, i don't know I, I i feel like um for me working uh, in an office would be a bit difficult I, and i i this is how i started mm-hmm. when i was like doing an internship uh, in, when i was in school i actually went to an architect's firm and then i worked there nine to five and it actually felt like a bit chaotic to me i don't know maybe because i am introvert and i prefer working uh, on my own studio so Mm -hmm. and freelancing gives me that freedom so uh, i can't ask for anything better yeah absolutely absolutely i agree i think as as it becomes more aware of what you can do while freelancing or even let's say companies that just become more open-minded about working remotely is definitely going to change the game for everyone just it's just the freedom that we can all have working from wherever we like and it almost becomes more efficient like let's say people that introverted introverted like you prefer to work from home because they feel better and feel more efficient doing it than being forced to go to their nine to five. So I most definitely see that working much better in the next coming years. And hopefully it does become more usual to have a remote job, even while still working for a company, or at least I hope so. Definitely. And it is actually good for the clients too. You see, they also get to choose what they are working with. They also have, there are so many talented freelancers out there. So um, it is also good for a client, like it is good for their business. So Mm -hmm. both sides are gaining from this. Yeah. And you know, how I found you is I was searching, I was doing a non, so over here we have a US based only feed. And that's how I was finding other freelancers. But I took it off and you popped up um, under, I believe, the second page. But correct me if I'm wrong, but you were the only Bangladesh freelancer that had a really higher hourly rate. And you were doing great. I mean, I when I see your job history, like you're getting continuous jobs. How were you able to up your rate and still continue um, to get as much 
jobs you do compared to other Bangladesh freelancers? Well, when I started uh, back then, I was a student, so mm-hmm. I actually was not thinking like a professional. So back then, I my hourly rate was 15. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually don't remember, but it was something like that. So when mm-hmm. I very first started, so uh, uh, gradually um, I started to learn what kind of program I'll need back then I was only using SketchUp so gradually the list became longer and longer you actually to create a realistic rendering you just don't depend on one program you for vegetation you are going to use a certain plugin for Mm -hmm. scattering you are going to use something else so when I actually in the beginning I had no idea I used to look at other um, top like the most famous archivist artists out there they're actually not an upwork like I'm talking about the very best artists and Mm -hmm. I started uh, to find out what they use what kind of program they use to do this so at one point it became clear to me the tools that I was using back then uh, were not enough so when actually you start to understand what you need and like I told you I upgraded my computer and at one point it started to make sense if your hourly rate is not minimum this you mm-hmm. actually are not going to be able to get all those programs get a good machine it actually you cannot support yourself so uh, gradually I started uh, increasing my hourly rate and the best thing happened is I got my the best client came after I increased my hourly rate and if you go to Upwork forum I did a lot of studies there like how do you determine your hourly rate so most of them say uh, the suggestion they give is like you have to know the professional rate that uh, is normal for the field and you also have to have a good idea of how much you are spending for programs, how much you are spending for your machine. So all these things uh, actually helped me to determine my hourly rate. And I, when I had the low rate, I was getting a certain kind of client who actually work look for cheap work. But when I increased my hourly rate, I, I found client who want a skilled person, not just mm-hmm. cheap work. So right. and. That is how it worked for me. And um, I'm very happy with the way I am doing on Upwork right now. And mm-hmm. uh, if, if anyone who is talented and if anyone who works hard, there is no reason for them to set a low hourly rate to catch clients. Yes, you get, I, I see a lot of people with uh, a bit lower rate. They mm-hmm. get a lot of clients, but I actually look for the best client and right. also those clients who look for the best freelancer. So uh, it, it's like I, I was a bit surprised. I was thinking that if I um, increase my hourly rate, maybe I'll not be getting a lot of jobs, but I found the best client after I increased my hourly rate. Exactly. That's, that same thing happened to me. I was afraid that if I opted, I would get no clients at all. And it was a the complete opposite. If anything, exactly. you you get better clients that want that good quality of work. And also, clients understand. I think from their point, there is understanding, and they know um, the professional rate for certain fields. Mm-hmm. So it 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 actually helps in the end. Uh, right. You mentioned too that you looked at uh, other professionals out there outside of Upwork. Um, what is like one of your favorite companies out there that are doing architectural visualization? Well, I I follow certain artists out there like Ronan Beckerman and uh, I forgot uh, the other artist's name, but I think mm-hmm. his website is uh, Triple B Viz. Um, okay. 
Bartrand Benoit. I am sorry if I miss, uh, I'm saying his wrong name wrong, but this artist, even if you go to Chaos Group website and take a look at their galleries. So this is how you actually, uh, they feature the best artists out there. So uh, that is how you actually can inspire yourself if you want to be a city artist, like if you want to create realistic visualizations. So that is how I inspire myself. When you are comparing yourself with the best in the field, you eventually learn and you eventually try to improve yourself. Mm -hmm. It helps. It actually keeps you motivated and helps you learn more. Yeah, no, I, I found uh, a couple years back this company called Brick Visuals um, and they're based out of the UK and I love their stuff. I love their stuff. I, and I think I, I know I have seen their website. It's amazing. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I When I saw their stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm missing something. I need to step my game up. Like, I need to do something else to kind of bring it up to a higher quality. And yeah, that, that's such a good tip, uh, tip to kind of look around, see what's the best out there and see how you can further uh, compose your visualizations to get it further and further. So just learning more from other people. Exactly. And you, you see how the programs are uh, evolving. And uh, the, I, I was um, doing some experiment with the latest Vira render engine. It's called the Vira Next. And their def default setup gives you amazing result. Like it's not that you have to know all the settings. You have to know all the parameters. It's not like that. It's just the default setup gives you amazing results. So it is becoming easier than it was before. Mm -hmm. Any... Uh, so yes it is a very plus thing i think back then when i was i started with vira 2.4 and i would see a lot of tutorials that tells you how to adjust the setting for what kind of render you need but it is so different now it's just a few clicks and you get really nice result what are some things you wish uh upwork platforms they will upgrade or change to better help you as a freelancer it i think there are certain time of the year when you actually don't um, get a lot of job because it is holiday season or for certain reasons. So Upwork has this rule that if you don't, if you're not earning in 30 days, they will hide your profile. So, but at the same time, if you knock them, like if you contact their support and they will uh, instantly make it visible again. So mm -hmm. I think it, it it is actually for the top rated freelancer, they should, they should make an exception. Because um, I am, uh, I know a lot of freelancers are picky when they are like applying to jobs. So mm -hmm. it actually doesn't matter. And there are certain time of the year when you are not actually working. It's like a holiday season. So they should consider all these facts. And uh, uh, if someone is working hard to keep a high, uh, like a top rated badge, uh, you should not hide their profile just because they are not earning for a certain number of days and apart from that i i think upwork should speed up the payment process mm -hmm. that's this these are my suggestions i think they are already working on this um they uh, it, it a lot of freelancers have uh, discussed about this on the forum like is there any way you can speed up the payment process mm -hmm. so uh, and I see a lot of the moderators responding saying that yes they're trying so I hope in future they will uh, make these changes and uh, uh, surely Upwork is no undoubtedly the best platform out there so if they make these small changes I think it will help both the freelancers and the client mm -hmm. okay that's great what are some last thoughts or advice you can give out there to new freelancers in the visualization category? 
Uh, obviously, first, they need to have good skill because back then when I started, the competition was not so intense like it is now. So I believe anyone who is like talented and hardworking, they mm-hmm. can eventually land a job. It's just a matter of time. And I think if there is someone who is who knows what they want to do and someone with a good portfolio. And But I'll say the most important thing is to meet the deadline because this is what makes your client happy. And mm-hmm. uh, if you are skilled, if you have a good portfolio and yes, you can uh, meet the deadline, definitely there should not be any reason why they cannot uh, land a job. Maybe it's just about a few application and a few rejection, but mm-hmm. eventually they will be there. This is how it happened to me. My first uh, 20 applications were rejected, but I mm-hmm. eventually uh, kept trying and I landed a job and this is how I started. Just don't lose hope. If you mm-hmm. if your applications are getting rejected, just try to improve them. If you're on the visualization field, try to add more and more portfolio pieces. That's how you, you will eventually get a job. Uh, there are so many clients out there looking for a talented individual and one day they'll just it will click yes yes those are great tips Sadia yeah and thank you so much for being part of this podcast where can clients or other freelancers find you they can find me on Upwork and (laughs) I am I am right now uh, building my own uh, website uh, on Adobe it's not yet published I I still have a few work that I want to complete before I publish my website so right now the only option they have is Upwork okay awesome yeah I will put your information in the information box for anyone that wants to further see Sadia's beautiful work thank you again Sadia so much for being part of the podcast and sharing your story Thank you so much, Lila. And all the time, my cat was like standing on the other side of the door <laughs> and asking to come inside and be a part of the show. I'm really sorry for his constant mewing. <laughs> Next time we'll have the cat on there. No worries. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lila. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure uh, being on your show. And I have listened to the other podcasts, and there is so much to learn from the experience of the other freelancers and it is amazing to know about so many talented people out there and including you and this is so great and thank you so much for uh, giving me the opportunity to be a guest on this show of course Sadia of course let's keep in touch hope you all enjoyed hearing Sadia's journey I really enjoyed how determined to succeed she was in the beginning When starting out, it's always frustrating. I get it. But if you don't give up, you'll eventually get there. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this one. I will be back on Friday with a new episode. Until then, stay hustling. See you on the next one.